Welcome back to Gills Arena. We appreciate you, everybody who was on the live stream. You know the internet's not rolling with us right now. On Black History Month, I'm going to claim racism, Gil. <laughs> if we was a white show, it would have worked fine. If we was a white show, everything would have been good to go. But we appreciate y'all nonetheless. We got a show to do. I got the man, the myth, the legend with me, Gilbert Arenas, back for day two. Yes, sir. And we got a special, special guest with us. You just seen him on with, rocking with us before. National championship out of North Carolina, 14th pick in the 2005 NBA draft. Wearing the crown, big three champion and MVP, Rashad McCants. Come on, man. Is it a building? Come What's on, going man. on with you, bro? How you doing? Ain't nothing, man. You know, just trying to be the black Christian Leitner, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey. hey, you know he did about 20 push-ups before he hey, said no, we, that. Hey, we seen him. We seen him. Y'all didn't see him behind camera. He was really getting it in. And I appreciate you because every time you come through, we had you on No Chill. You came through with the nice Laker with the Kobe joints. Mm -hmm. Now you come through with the nice Blazers. Yes, sir. Matching Arizona colors with the red. Ooh, I don't know. Uh -huh. oh, we in Willie Hills. We in Willie Hills. You can get that off. You I'm can get that off. My Dame Lillard. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember my boy Dame. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to start with our first segment. It's called Hibachi Time, where we talk about what's cooking around the NBA. Biggest news coming out yesterday after we taped our show, the Hawks mm -hmm. and Nate McMillan decided to go their separate ways. They are no more. Fired that man on his day off in the heart of Black History Month. Mm -hmm. Woo! Now, reports are that him and uh, Trey Young didn't really see eye to eye. They had some situations and, and some conflicts this year. I think with Trey coming back from the injury, I wanted, Nate wanted to bring him off the bench. Some other situations and stuff like that. And GM Landry Fields said, said that they were planning to make the move anyway after the season, but they went ahead and did it right now after the break. So. I want to ask both of y'all, because both of y'all have dealt with that situation. Gil, I'll start with you first. How tough is it as a player to deal with a coach getting fired midseason? It's, it's, not, it's not that, it's, to be honest, it's not that tough at all if you don't like him. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't really care for a coach that I don't like getting fired. Um, but, but my rookie year, I got on the court because the coach got fired. Okay. You know, Dave Cowens was the coach. I wasn't playing. He got fired. Brian Winters came in. You come in. I'm in like, hey, fire the motherfucker every time. <laughs> you just fired him earlier this season, goddammit. And did you, did you and Brian Winters have any type of relationship before that? Or he was like, look, bro, if it was my squad, I'd be giving you the No, ball. it was just one of those things where, you know, he, uh, Larry Hughes got hurt. The coach got fired. Uh, Brian Winters like, listen, hey, y'all don't come to practice anyway. No more practice. And then put the starting lineup in. It was like. Hey, this is this man. This man is the man right here, and then let me rock. So that was that was the best thing about it. Okay, and you, you dealt with it too in Minnesota, yeah. right? So yeah, tell me a little bit about that situation. I mean, usually when the coach gets fired and, and some player particularly gets blamed for it, he's he's a scapegoat for all the other unhappy players. Okay, right? So Trey's not the only one that's dealing with the backlash of having the coach get fired because of him. John Collins was unhappy. Deontay Murray was, you know, everybody's trying to figure out what's going on. But me, I had uh, Randy Whitman came in when Dwayne Casey was a second year coach in Minnesota. And they had already given up on him. So um, Dwayne kind of promised me that, you know, I would go into my own after my second, third year. And then next thing you know, Randy Whitman comes in, sabotages the situation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Black man come in there, try to get his thing off. and. Here he come, chewing his gum, watching all the mistakes happen. And he didn't like me from the beginning, so like- Oh, yeah, you had wit. I had wit. <laughs> and he was at Orlando um, before me with, with Brian, Brian Hill, I think, mm -hmm. that, yeah. So he didn't like me from the start. And uh, when he took over, man, he had to give me my, my opportunity because I was the second best player on the team. But, you know, once, once that happened, man, it changes everything. Yeah, it does, it does, it does change, it does, that's what I'm saying. Like, so Larry was a starter and then that change hurt his career. Yep. yep. Or hurt his the, the moment that he was in because he was, you know, he was averaging about 16 up for a contract. So when he was hurt and then made me the starter, coach was like, well, he's playing well. So, you know, you're going to have to come off the bench. You know, and then that became of Larry. And then Larry had to sign a three year deal somewhere mm -hmm. else. And then from there, you know, we made it up later for him. <laughs> sure. right, now you said you said Whit, Whit wasn't rocking with you. Is there a moment or anything you can remember in particular where, where you were just like, oh, this dude don't fuck with me? I mean, it was pre-draft. <laughs> <laughs> it was pre-draft with Orlando, and and he was the assistant coach. And he okay. was just mm -hmm. like, yeah, we heard about you, Carolina. We just it has nothing to do with your workout. We just don't want to pick you. 
Wow, damn. They had the 11th pick at the time. I went in, ended up going 14. Okay. So fast forward to me not even remembering the pre-draft or none of that or who he was until he became the head coach. Okay. And then it was like, oh, you're going to play behind Corey Brewer and Kurt Schneider. Mm. And that's, that's when I knew it was like, yo, you really don't rock with me because there's no way I'm coming off the bench. Me and Al Jefferson was like Shaq and Kobe at the time mm -hmm. in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So me starting would have put us in a better situation as a team, but it was his dislike because he used to be a player. Mm -hmm. And he was the guy in practice like, I wouldn't let Shoddy do that to me if I was playing. I would get your ass whooped. That's what yeah. he would do. Yeah, he would yeah, get yeah. your ass whooped. <laughs> so it was that animosity where you got some, you got some coaches feel like they want to be players again and teach you a lesson. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm bullying the rookie and trying to show him the tough love. And Randy was one of those guys who just, like Matt Darty when I was in college, just had a problem yeah. Yeah. with guys who were better than them and showed better leadership. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was that tough love of leadership that get the coach to really not like you. So we talked about, you know, this whole situation. Obviously, some people point and say, oh, it's Trey's fault and responsibility. But Landry Fields made it clear that he didn't consult Trey prior to making the move. Sure, Trey wasn't tripping. But get, what do you say to people who think that Trey Young is a coach killer when they when they use that terminology? It's just now a second coach that got fired. But that's who's who's they? It's the internet. Oh, the internet. Oh, the, <laughs> the internet. Just them people. Who's the people. They? Who's and they I, I will have? preface it with there, there's a lot of Hawks fans who were supportive of the move. Uh, they had issues with Nate McMillan, just his offensive adjustments not really being there, kind of some of the stuff going on behind the scenes. Say he's more of an old head, and it's that, hard to relate to the young guys. That's that's facts. Like, no, personally, I don't like him. He was part of the USA team where, you know, um, he wasn't the coach, but he was the sister coach. So that means he was listening to this stupid. He knew something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he knew something that was going So I was, I was the, you know, he was the, when I said I was going to score 50, it was on the Blazers and the Suns. <laughs> and I failed against them. Really bad. 50 on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, his defense, you know, they did some shit that I ain't yeah. like. <laughs> Defensively. He's solid defense. Yeah, yeah, he's solid. He but, knows you know, but, but with him, he is old school, right? That defensive mindset that's the, doesn't work today. So if you're, if you're bringing in a defensive coach, right, in this offensive time, they will get ran over anyway. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you got young players that's offensively minded, so you're rubbing them the wrong way. They're going to go upstairs and say, yo, me or him. All right, mm -hmm. me or him. I've done it. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> it's me or him. <laughs> where, where are you going? You going to the gym, to the presence, to the owners? Where you, where you taking oh, I had to the top? No, no, no. I fast forward through general manager and assistant general manager. I went straight to the man who owned this team. The okay. upper room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. <laughs> Poland, I don't like what's going on down there. <laughs> I don't like what's going on down there. <laughs> what, what, what would you like? I'm not saying fire the man. All I'm saying is <sighs> if his key card right. stop working, you know, I'm not going to be Give through. him a notice. No, give him a he notice. Should be here next year is all I'm saying. <laughs> So now, now where do the Hawks go from here? Joe Prunty takes over, uh, who's assistant with the team. He was on that Buck squad with Jason Kidd when Jason Kidd got booted. Helped lead that team. I don't think they were, uh, they, they ended up making the playoffs, losing in the game seven. So he has experience doing this. But when we talk about who's going to be the next official coach of the Hawks, Quinn Snyder has emerged as a leading candidate. Other names mentioned, and this is according to Shams. Shout out to the legend Shams. Uh, Bucks assistant Charles Lee, Kings assistant Jordy Fernandez, Warriors assistant Kenny Atkinson, Spurs assistant Mitch Johnson, and former Arizona Wildcat G League coach of the South Bay Lakers squad. That's what they call now. They used to be, what, the defenders? And yeah, yeah, yeah. But none other than Miles Simon, your Arizona Bear down. Oh, Bear down. Go Bruins! Oh, <laughs> but uh, are you feeling Quinn Snyder as the head coach? To be honest, I didn't hear one actual – to be honest, that, um, I'm just, I'm just going to be honest with you. I didn't Please hear do. none of the goddamn names you named. Nothing stood out. Okay, so we're going to stay with the so, name that, that stands out the most. Quinn Snyder, uh, former Jazz head coach, dipped dip from the Jazz last summer. I led him to six straight playoff appearances. I want to say they'd never gotten past the, the Western semis, but that streak was the longest. Those six straight appearances was the longest streak, I think, for a Western Conference team to that point. So he has a playoff pedigree. Good dude. Good enough. Kind of looks like, uh, what's his name? Your, your man for the movie. American Psycho. Yeah, he did look like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, he did. Hey, listen, I don't. Why do they keep recycling these 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 coaches? Right? It's like if you sucked in this and you didn't do shit in here, you're not really gonna like like either get some fresh new blood in there, 
mm. um, to really like, like he's going to be hungry, right? You get him at a cheaper discount rate. Uh, <laughs> get him at a discount rate. Um, but get some new, this is a new NBA. Get some new, fresh blood yep. inside these organizations. Like stop getting these coaches that's just bouncing from team to team, organization to organization. Like if he was really that good, he'd be like Popovich and he wouldn't be fired, period. You know what I mean? So that, that's, that's my thing. Like um, I know I heard D'Antoni and names like that. It's like, uh, and it means like I, we don't see, seen what you did before. We don't seen what you did before. Okay, this is a young team. They're not that good. Okay, give them someone new then. Okay. Don't give them somebody old that that has his little old tricks. Give them somebody new. Let them build together. Let them learn together. And I'll ask both of y'all. Like, is there any credence for me? You know, you look at Phil Jackson, probably the best coach in NBA history, right? Seems like former players, you know, for the most part, just because they can relate to guys tend to do better, and this is not mm -hmm. the not guys who, who didn't have league playing experience, but for y'all, is it easier for y'all to relate to a head coach that's had previous NBA playing experience? Yes. I mean, just to go on the point which y'all just made right there with the Hawks coach, who should take over, I look at Jason Terry. Mm -hmm. I look I look at a like a, a Vince Carter, somebody who's played in the organization. You just did that shit because we just said I'm, bear down. I'm, <laughs> I'm, no, I did. I thought you was going to. You said Miles Simon. I thought you was going to say Jason Terry. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because Jason fits the Hawks, right? He mm -hmm. knows the the, the culture. Mm -hmm. He knows the players. He's a fast paced playmaker, mm -hmm. guard, offensive guy, and like you said. The defensive coaches get away from understanding what the uh, what the what the game is about now. Mm -hmm. Like Nate McMillan can't keep up with what Trey Young loves to do: no defense, all offense. <laughs> right? No, they don't like to play. So right now, it's like when you bring these new coaches in, it's about pedigree, resume, and respect. How much respect does the players actually going to give you? when you take over the job. We don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. So why, what are you talking, when you're doing this, I've seen KG <laughs> take, the, take the clipboard out of Dwayne Casey's hand and draw the play up. Mm -hmm. Because Casey's, uh, 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 give me this shit, man. Look, I'm going here, I'm going here. <laughs> Pass it to me, move, move, <laughs> shot, stop, shoot it. Wow. Yeah. Boom. Because it's like, when you don't know what you're doing and you dealing with a vet, it's like, if you don't get your ass up out of here, what are you doing? There's been clips where guys are looking like, what is he talking what about? What is he talking about? <laughs> so you need a guy who knows like a Jason Kidd, who demands the respect, who, you know, KG and Paul just said like, J. Kidd the player was different than J. Kidd the coach. Mm -hmm. J. Kidd the coach said, get your ass on the line, we running. They think J. Kidd gonna be the J. Kidd the player and understand that the vets need, nah, man, we gonna get in shape, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. but, on the floor, we're going to let y'all do what y'all do. And that's the thing, too. It's not just like uh, playing in the league, because you had Nate, who had, a, obviously, NBA background. It's not like that's always just a surefire way from, mm -hmm, from a mm -hmm. coach's standpoint. But it seems like this new generation of guys kind of embraces the, it a little more. The, the, the reason the newer coaches that played are having success is because they do understand. They understand that, you know, you have four games and five nights, eight games and 11 days, right? They understand rest, minutes played. All right, he started off bad, but, you know, he, he looked like he's mentally still in it. Yep. All right, so I'm just going to rock with him a little bit more. Like for, for players, coach, you got to understand, if I'm going 0 for 10, right, and I'm having a rough go at it, a player's coach understands how that feels. So he'll know, you know, are we going to do a couple plays, get him some easy buckets. Hey, hey let him shoot, the, let, let him shoot the, uh, the penalty shot. Let him see something yep. go in, yep. right? That, instead of just saying, so, uh, he ain't he ain't got it today, yeah. right? Okay, he's 0 for 12, but in the last two minutes, he always, mm -hmm. let me go ahead and call this play for him for the game winner versus someone who's, you know, hit every shot. Only a player coach will understand that dynamic. Like a, like a Anthony Hardaway. Jawan Howard, mm -hmm. got these type of coaches. Jerry, Jerry Stackhouse. Rasheed, guy, or Rasheed Wallace Rasheed, would be a good one. Yeah. Like, you know. You think like, Rasheed is a head coach? You rock they, with Rasheed? They all, I mean, you got to understand, these are guys who love to win, love mm -hmm. to play. play. You know what I'm saying? They love the game, the essence of it. So if you can go to college and coach, you definitely are one of those guys who are going to take the time in the NBA and say, mm -hmm. we're going to dominate because we know what these guys like to do and don't like, like to, to do. do. Yeah. We know they, they hate to play defense and they hate to run and stay in shape because this is a new era that doesn't, they don't appreciate that level of the game. 
So the, 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 the coaches who would be like a Gilbert, um, a Sheed, a Stack, all those guys that come in, they're going to give us a new enthusiasm to the game while keeping the core elements of the, of the game intact, mm -hmm. playing hard, discipline, playing together. But hey, put your sauce on it. You know what I'm saying? I know when you're tired, because mm -hmm. only we really know, because we know like he tired, but he got another three minutes. Yeah, he still got another three minutes in him. He, and he him. wants those three minutes. He don't got to look over here at me and tell me, like I understand the energy. Mm -hmm. He wants to get back at this guy that's going at him for the yeah. next three minutes. Are you trying to be a head coach? If I was, if I was, if I was, my first meeting is going to be the same. Hey, uh, <clears throat> how many of y'all want to be max players, mm. right? You raise your hand, then motherfucker, we're going to work like that. Because yep. at the end of the day, I want all of y'all to max out. I don't want no role play. I want max players. That means what a max player does, I need all of y'all to do that. Mm. Mm. Right? I don't need y'all to think like role players. I need y'all to all think like max. That means if Steph is shooting 400 makes after practice, everyone is doing 400 makes yep. after practice. Get your bags up. <laughs> like, no. I, I want to be able to say, I created, this offense created 30 max players. Mm. I'm, I'm going to be like an agent. This is my resume, goddammit. I got 30 max players, you know what I mean? Hey. And that's, that's, that's how you're, you should be going into your, your situation. And, like, at the end of the day, coaches being fired, like, me getting a job is like, what are you expecting? Like, you, you got, what are you expecting from me as a coach? Yeah. Then I'm going to look at this team to see if I can actually do that. If you're telling me I got, I got the Houston Rockets and you're saying, hey, I need you to make it to the playoffs in the next two years. But does that make you a, a Popovich? Does that I make don't you, know if these motherfuckers can do that. Does that make you like a Greg Popovich type of coach? Because what you're doing is you're setting a level of accountability mm -hmm. to a standard of an all-star player yeah. for guys who don't even want to come in and work at that level. And you're holding everyone on the roster accountable to the top guys output input and show up ability for sure now that's a championship squad mm -hmm. how many players are willing to go through but, that but you got to think about it once you raise your hand yep once you raise your hand it's on you it's on you it's on you yep. like so if you're not staying before practice after practice and putting that extra work that's on you you said you wanted to don't be put your hand up yep. player mm -hmm. But you're not acting like one. And I feel like some dudes are just going to do that to do it. Because they don't, I mean, who, you know, Man. who's going who's gonna to leave their hand down? Exactly. Yeah, that's but, exactly. We're going to find out. That's the, but the, that's the thing. Yep. Listen, if you're doing, if this is what a max player is doing to get the 300 mil, and you sign in two years, 65, I'm going to look at you like, yeah, that's what you, that's what you work for, 62 mm. years, 65. I, you said you wanted to be 300. You said, <laughs> you said, you said, you said he, it. Hey, he's 300 right here. We giving this man 300. You know what I mean? And that's. That's that's how you should do, approach it as a coach, okay. right? You, you are you're letting them dictate their yes. their their next pay. Yes, yes. I ain't got to fight with you. Mm. What you want to be? You want to mm -hmm. be three hundred? This is what three hundred do right here. You said <laughs> you wanted it. Yeah. How bad do you want? Do it? you really want it? All right. With that in mind, now let's move on to our next segment. First of all, hibachi time is not what you did. Why? Hibachi time is this. This is this is hibachi time. One four flat. No, 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 no. Hibachi <laughs> time is what happened in the All-Star weekend. The most dominant number, zero, dominated the All-Star weekend. Ooh, That's the biggest that is hibachi time. D hmm. Jordan Clarkson, skills, zero. Mm. Number zero. Dame with the three-point, zero. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. McCullough. Zero dunk oh. contest. McClung, McClung. McClung. He, he, he called Mac. McCullough twice yeah, already. Yeah. Mac, Mac, <laughs> Mac. Because I usually say just say Mac. I don't use You got to earn Gil's respect. You got to earn Gil's respect. Listen, I called. But they been calling him Max. They been calling him all type of stuff. You know. I, I called Lonzo Alonzo for the first two years. Damn. Like, you got to get the A off. Yeah. Yeah. Do me something to get the A off. And then you got, you got, you got, you got Tatum. Got Tatum with the MVP zero. Four zeros. Four zeros. I was calling Kyrie Kyle for a while. I didn't see the R in it. Right. it Kyle, is that Kyle Irving? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Kyrie. Oh, I missed Kyrie. the whole. You know what I mean? So that's Hibachi time when the zero, zero became the most dominant 
number in all-star history. Agreed. But there ain't a lot of 23s that done anything during all-star in one weekend. Least, That's view, least view game. It don't matter. But we're gonna get the we're gonna get the views up. We're gonna get them a second. Zero. Like, hey, 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 say yo, the same. So you saying that nobody see the zero? That's why I wasn't a topic. Huh? <laughs> not enough people seen it to even recognize it. But let, let's keep it moving. We got our, our next segment, uh, zero to one hundred. So you talk about that winning championship mentality. Uh, new Suns owner Matt Ishbia. I want to make sure I'm saying that right. Matt Ishbia, Bia. Uh, came in. And he's had some pretty interesting things to say. Obviously, they made the move for KD. He looks like a young Tom Izzo. He came up into that Michigan State program. He got that fiery, you know, cuss you out nature, made a ton of bread on the mortgage side. But in terms of the Suns and his, his leadership and what he wants to accomplish, he said, this is not about just winning this year. We're going to win again in 27, in 29, 31. We're going to try to win all the time. I'm not into the planning to win phase. I'm in the let's win today phase and let's win tomorrow phase. So question for both y'all. Zero to 100, what are the chances that the Suns are creating a dynasty. And think about it first, because I know generally to create a dynasty, uh, you got First of all, he's from Michigan State, right? Mm. I, played, I played against him twice. They, they packed beat his up. ass twice. They beat, you beat that ass? Beat that ass twice. <laughs> In the final four, we tapped that ass by 20, right? And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that was the speech that they was giving that year, that's where he got that shit from. It didn't work then. <laughs> this shit ain't gonna work now. All right, you in Phoenix? You in the you you in the state that whooped that ass twice? Wow. You, know, you might you might want to go to uh, Detroit to say that shit. Dang you know? it all. But 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 he, he got KD over. With KD, he got KD over. Got KD, got D book. He got KD over. CP3, Aiden. They got a nice. I mean, but just making the move on that deal. Why is it that everyone thinks that because KD's being infused that something good is gonna happen? Oh, so are you telling me that something you don't think something good is gonna happen with this KD move? Nothing's happened good since KD left the Warriors. <laughs> but what? I don't want to hear no excuses. No, 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 no. We got. I don't want to hear no excuses at all whatsoever, because KD's my guy, and I've always okay championed KD mm -hmm. up until the point where he went to Brooklyn, and we couldn't get over that hump for Milwaukee, right? And I look at it, and I'm like, all right, Kyrie comes. James comes, what are we doing? Now we out of the picture, now you want a new team, now you over here now. And y'all talked about the pressure being on Book and, and CP more than it would be on KD. I look at KD as always, the guy's gonna get you your points and get mm -hmm. you your stats. But for the last four years, we're like, well, you ain't got us a chip. True, yep. but, but, but you gotta remember, the the Brooklyn Nets one, it was a put together team. They were putting it together. The Suns already put together like Golden State was. Yeah. And all we have to do is take they already have the structure and the infrastructure of a team. Yeah. All you're doing is just taking them and putting them in this team setting that's already done versus saying, all right, we're gonna get together and we're gonna try some shit. Right? So He's going to have success here because that team has already had success, just like Golden State was already successful. You add KD, a dominant player, and he just, he just leads Horseshoe. Right. And that's all that's going to happen here is you're going to put him and say, all right, do you, because with you off the court or you're not playing well, we're already going to do us. Right. And that's different than when he was with Nets because Nets, they're trying to still figure out who's the lead horse. Yep. Who's second, who's third, you know what I mean? So they're still trying to figure that out, which is a lot different than when he, when he got put into Golden State. Well, we look at the dynamic of East and West, right? Mm -hmm. So when he was on the West then, the league was different mm -hmm. than it is now. So it's more loaded now in the West. It's more difficult for him to do what he did when he was with the Warriors to do now with the Suns. He was on the East. It could have been different if that same Suns team was assembled on the East, we say we're going straight to the finals, mm -hmm. or at least competing for that spot. Now it's like KD being infused in this spot doesn't spark fear in the West more than it does complications. Like it's a complicated team to play against now because KD is taking Booker's spot as the top scorer. Mm -hmm. They got more options, but I still look at the Joker and them still being dominant. I look at um, Dallas, I look at the Clippers, I look at a lot of teams that can still give them problems. KD will 
you know, he'll rise to the occasion, but I don't think that just having him on the team is a guaranteed championship. Well, if you, if you look at this West, right, you have Denver, right? Murray, this is going to be Murray's first time back. Yep. This ain't the Murray that we seen when he was in full throttle, 50, 50. Yep. Like, rhythm, ready you know, to we, go. So we don't have that. You know, um, Michael Porter Jr. ain't really, Not he shows yet. glimpses. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your most established player is Joker, yep. right? Sons is not scared to just joke by himself, nope. right? So we're not worried. You're not worrying about them. Then Memphis, they're not worrying about. They're too young to even think about a championship. A right. championship? Nah. Um, I thought Josh said they were finding the West. You telling uh, me that finding? They look at grinding it. Like them grinding versus the the Detroit Pistons back in the day. That's all veteran grind. Yep. This is young grind. There's just more emotions involved. Um, you know, they're really not mentally ready yet. Um, Who's after them? Um, Dallas. Dallas ain't really. No. Nope. You got, what <laughs> you got Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, Clippers. Kings. You know what I mean? The so, Kings are not even just a little bit. I like the Kings. I li yeah. Listen, I, li I like them as a fun team to watch, but championship? No. So but that's what I'm, I'm saying. So it's I'm not really. Uh, but you look at Chris and you look at KD in their injury report. I do not trust. I have trust issues. <laughs> I do not trust their level of preparation for the long run. The next 23 games, can Chris Paul and KD stay healthy? Can Aiton stay healthy? Mm -hmm. Can Book stay healthy? Because the last thing I want is to hear another excuse about we didn't have this player, we didn't have this player, and oh, we couldn't win because it's like, you said yes, you got to have a better medical staff on deck to keep these players mm -hmm. healthy so we don't want to hear these excuses. You got rest days, you got all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. So if KD and Chris Paul can prove to stand the test of time of the playoff run and all these West Coast teams can really put the hammer to, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the head, like we're going to work these guys up into the playoffs mm -hmm. and see if they gonna, they really got durability. Are you durable enough to handle it? I don't think that's why I can't put my money on them because of, of the history. I got a better chance of going with Denver because they've developed the last three years and they've added pieces. Mm -hmm. And then you look at the Clippers and their new additions. I'm trusting them more than I'm trusting the, the, the Suns. So you're saying you, you trust the Clippers right now. The Clippers? The he's Clippers. not. No, no, no. He's not from L.A. I'm just, I'm, he's I not know. from L.A. I treat the Clippers <laughs> like I treat the Browns. Like it's just something about the name, the color. Yeah. They're always going to be trash, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? He's but not, not there's always a turnaround time for every organization okay. to show glimpses of what we could be. This is their time to do that. The Clippers <laughs> finally reached the – when they had BD and they had Sam and Elton yeah. and – they went to a certain yeah, lob, listen. Lobs Lob City. He's definitely. trying to I'm get just, his followers up. I'm He's just, trying I'm to just get the Clipper Nation behind. I'm just saying. <laughs> on paper, the Clippers, they steal the Clippers. They, <laughs> but, but they can they can put some fear. They can they can make a run. They can they can do some damage. That the Clippers gonna be. It's gonna. That's another team. They sit still over their head. But that's but, another team uh, with PG, Kawhi. Guys, guys can stay healthy. Westbrook can come in. I know, Gil, you said Westbrook could be the difference maker, but not on the Clippers. Clippers. Not, not on the Clippers. Clippers. It's the Clippers. <laughs> you sure? It's the Clippers, bro. It's <laughs> the sure? Clippers. There's just, it's just something about, like, it's just something about just the Clipper itself. I'm sorry. <laughs> they got to change the name? It's the, I, they got to move. <laughs> got, get out of here. I'm get saying it about the Cleveland Browns, bro. I say the same thing, like Cleveland. Detroit the Lions. Cle the Detroit, the you, know Detroit. The Cowboys, you know how the Cowboys is just sitting there, they just going through it every oh, year? Every year. They got to, it's the colors, it's the colors, it's the name. They got to change their name to the Crippers. The I think Cri that, if, listen, they, if they change it to the Crippers, listen, listen. the city will get behind them, Gil. Everybody in that area will get behind arena, them. Man, they got the C already. They already got it. Nah. We'll see. I mean, I think the Clippers are trying to get Lizzie. He's trying to I'm get not, on the Clippers. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm Steve Bomber got that bag, though. I'm a Lakers like, Steve like Bomber got that bag, Listen, though. it's just two teams. It's two teams. It's just two teams in the NBA. I don't give a shit who you get. I don't care who you get. The cities are like, nah. New York Knicks, you can get LeBron, KD, Curry, and y'all will still figure out how to lose. How to lose. Okay. Right? Knicks. And then you Clippers. Okay. 
Knicks so and Clippers. So you talking about just the dynamic of the, the curse. The curse. The curse. The curse. Because I was going to say Orlando. Like, Orlando <laughs> is one of them teams just no matter who we get. <laughs> uh, from, well, Orlando's a cracking city, it feels like. We're going to that, we're gonna get to that a little bit. Okay. Is it not cracking? Have I been lied to? Disney World? No, I, I, I mean. Okay. I, I like, it's like a hood Tampa. It's okay. a hood Tampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, hey, it's more hood it, than you thought. It, Tampa, way more. <laughs> Tampa's a hood Tampa. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but let's, let's keep it moving. So. A report just dropped today, mock draft for a 2024 NBA draft. I'm not a big fan of these. There's so much different stuff that can happen, so many guys that can merge. But Bronny, name emerges, a top 10 pick in the 2024 NBA draft. So I want to ask you, Gil, and I want to ask you too, Rashad. Zero to 100, what are the chances that Bron and Bronny will play together in the NBA? Okay, look, I, 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 I seen Bron's tweet or seen his tweet that came back to life, talking about if Orlando picked him, right? <laughs> he retire. Was that real? I don't know. Oh, wait, let me, I got to double. I don't know. I can never tell on the internet. <laughs> it's a, I don't know. I, it was after the bubble thing, so I don't know if it was a real thing that they pulled back. I but, feel like that, you know, with the internet nowadays, with the ball sacks and the bus cracks and everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my zero to 100. Oh, that might be real, actually. It's, I would say 100, because I think that completes the legacy of LeBron James. I think, you know, from how he started to how he ends it, he would be the only person, the only player to ever play with his child in the NBA, right? I don't think that's ever actually happened. I don't think the, the Barry boys, the Barry, I don't think, I know Griffey and his dad played together, yeah. right? That's a special moment. That, that's, you know, that's a whole different, that's beyond basketball. So I think if he has the chance, I think he's going to go for it. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I'm LeBron's arch nemesis. I'm, really? I'm, I'm, yeah, him and Michael Jordan, I'm going <laughs> to stay at first. He hates you know them both. They, get, they need villains uh -huh. in the world. Uh -huh. To make them better, yeah. You need villains. Mm -hmm. They don't have any. You taking the crown from I'm, Skip? Man, yeah. I'm king villain. Okay. That's <laughs> it. Taking the crown from King yeah. villain. You know what I'm saying? So I got to say, like, it's a script. If, if it was a script, that would be fairy tale, mm -hmm. happily ever after LeBron. You can't get no better than him break, breaking the, the record. Like, just doing that alone from being chosen mm -hmm. from the junior year of high school to do what you just did, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. But for your kid to come in and play with you and you break that one, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. <laughs> you're doing too much. Now, it, and it would be a beautiful thing, though. For a family. I'm just saying, yeah. no, no, for everybody, yeah. for the world. Mm -hmm. For the world to see it and to see that something like that is possible, it would be incredible. But just for the haters, and, you know, the, the villains and the, uh, the other side, we don't want to. You already playing with the Lakers. <laughs> you done already took my man Kobe's legacy, tried to sweep it up under him. Elevated. You know, yeah. Nah. We ele tried to get rid of my man Kobe. Yeah. Tried to get rid of my man Kobe. So, Never. so if you bring your kid in, you can't bring him to the Lakers, my nigga. You got to go to the you Orlando get, Magic. Yeah. You Where we got that. Because we, we done took so much. From, from what's going on, and it's like, you ain't winning no more. The bubble didn't count. Oh, the bubble ring? Don't count. No, why not? Counts. You got to bring us a chip. No, that counts. Why, why didn't the bottom? Bring us a chip. Ring, I, I need to hear a why, real chip. Why didn't the bubble ring count? Because you didn't make the playoffs two years after that. But why, why does the bubble ring not count? Because it was COVID, and it was restrictions. Then, well, then what happens to? Restrictions for who? Ooh. For everybody. Okay, it's, okay, AA, it's like AAU tournament, where everybody's in a VIP line to go drink wine and smoke weed with LeBron. And they did a great job at it. You know what I'm saying? Why, why did everybody <laughs> else win the chip? That's because nobody was able to get through the line of the VIP. You know what I'm saying? Go for chill with the VIP. Everybody not allowed. But they weren't mentally tough enough to get to that level. You got to go to jail at Disney World. Think, think about that. Like, Kobe would butter you up just, you know, so you take it easy on him. Mm -hmm. Y'all, Gil, do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. They know the mental hey, but game. That, but whose fault is that? It's their fault because they too young to understand. You know, and they all took the jab, so they all confused. Ooh. They don't know what to do in there. Hey, we got, it we was got, bad. We're going to say that for another count, show. We you got, can't count that bubble chip, man. Then you can't count any chip that had to can't do with the You can't count the Dallas season. chip with the, with, the, with, the, uh, with the collective bargaining agreement. The, the, when we all took the break, when Dallas won, uh -huh. 
That don't count. Spurs Spurs, won one, Spurs, Spurs, okay. Spurs well, at least you consistent. Yeah, you got to be consistent. All right, last question for y'all. We, all, we already talked about LeBron wanting to play with Bronny. But if you Bronny, how much do you really want to play with your pops? I'm going to be real. Like, I want his old ass in here telling me what to do. I'm trying to hit your the face. Your you face. Are, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, 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 pops, we get it. You, you're good with all that, but leave me alone. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to hit the club. Like, what's cracking? Do he got his own crib? Yeah. They got a little. Who? Do Bronny got his own crib? Hey, he got to come home. Hey, that motherfucker probably got his own crib right now. He got his own crib. <laughs> right now, in high school. In high school. He got, listen, listen. Bronny James, like, listen, <laughs> Bronny James is his own entity. That's what I'm saying. All right? He's his own entity. He has his own bodyguards. He has his own thing. He does his own thing. All right? Right? So it ain't, it ain't, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He got his own house. So what are you saying? He, he got his own house. He say, Dad, Dad, listen, chill. Like, uh, yeah, right, I'll, holler, back, Dad. I'll holler back at you. Meet me on the what's in that. Nah, Dad, hey, Dad. <laughs> Get off the sticks, Dad. But it's a, but you know, but that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the responsibility that he put on him early to understand, learn it now because you're going to need it later on in life. So um, I, I think. Both of them would just love it because that's the family. That, that it's a family thing. If the, if his younger brother can play with him, he's gonna try it. Just like the ball yeah. family. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if there's a chance where they can get Lonzo Ball over there to be with his brother, they're gonna try it. That's what a family does. What, what if Bronny get his pops traded? Like, uh, and that'll be some funny shit. Hey, pops gotta go. It's either me or him. Pops gotta go. I'm telling you. It's either me or him. If it's like Master P and Romeo, y'all gonna see it blow up on the internet. Like, yeah, it ain't, yeah. It ain't what y'all think it hey, is. Man, hey. He wasn't passing me the ball. My dad <laughs> don't pass the ball at all. Yeah. Like, you don't want me to score. <laughs> we need to change the I'm direction. break his record. <laughs> all right, so I got a, a game I'm gonna play with y'all. You know, y'all got a lot of experience dealing with trust issues, so we're gonna play a game called Trust mm -hmm. Issues. We got about 20-some games left in the regular season. She stole everything. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> down to my sock, no. leaving down to my sock. She took everything. So I'm gonna ask y'all, you know, what teams do you actually trust to win it all? So we already hit the West. Now let's do the Eastern Conference. Rashad, which teams on East do you trust most to make it to the finals? I'm gonna trust Boston. And that's it? That's it. The Bostonians. I like Boston. I'm gonna go. I mean, I, 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 I'm gonna go Bucks okay. because they've been there before. You know, they're vets, um, so I trust them to make it. And you not you don't trust you don't trust the Bucks at all. I don't trust Philly. Okay. Ah, Philly no I don't trust, trust Philly. So you Philly. Philly would be a favorite. You going through Philly's phone? I already know what you creeping. You already got oh, some snaps and some DMs lingering. Anytime you got James Harden and Doc Rivers on the same side, man. Oh, it's so inconsistent. Then Joel, he's by himself again. You know, he got this mentality of MVP, but he's not a leader. So you got everything up in it's up in limbo with them. If James gives Speak. us if James gives us 40, 12, 40, 12 and 9, James, ooh, we got something going. Like him and MB with them numbers. And then the, the Doc, sit your ass down and don't say a goddamn word. Just sit do down, it. don't say nothing. Just sub. That's it. We don't need you to coach at all. Just grab, the, grab the clipboard just, like KD. Yeah, yeah. Nah, we, nah, we let MB draw the play up. But other than that, I think you know Boston. I trust Philly. I don't. And what about Milwaukee? No, no trust for them. I got a little trust. It depends on how far Giannis can go with it. Yeah. You know, his little injury right now shows me, or will show me, how tough he is mm -hmm. yeah. when it comes down to when he comes back. What's because you said yesterday he's too consistent. Yeah. <laughs> with what he does. So it's like at some point you got to turn it up a notch or dial it back a notch. And if you dial it back, someone on your team has to turn it up. Yeah. So who is that going to be? Yeah. I mean, it should be Chris Middleton. He's always given the Celtics problems. And I think that was one of the reasons last year you know, with him being out. Well, it kind of hurt them. Mm -hmm. It hurt them. But you also now have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum a year older, a year colder. They look like they're both ready to be that dude. And Gil, I remember we yep. talked. Mm -hmm. Before, you know, last year when they were struggling, oh, man, they, they should make the trades. Like, what are you talking they, about? But you got to remember, they were going to make a trade. Mm -hmm. you see, now you see how dumb some people be thinking. Yep. They almost made a trade to get Jaden Brown out of there. Yep. Now, would you have done it for KD? Yeah. I'm going to be in the minority yeah, here. Yes, yes. I'm going to say no because yes. I, I wasn't the one to mess up with yes. that franchise has. Yes. <laughs> That's just me, though. Yeah. Back me up if you want. 
Yes. If y'all want to pack me up for it, but I just think, look, when you when the team is training that way, number one in the East right now, look like they've taken that next step. Mm -hmm. And I love KD. Believe me, mm -hmm. you know, more times than not, I would say go ahead and make a KD deal. But it just seems like you put yourself in a risky situation when you got this good thing rolling right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, Do it. I love that. I love that he says it like that though so quickly because I'm I'm with you. I'm with. I don't know if I give up Jalen and his potential, yeah. his progress, and trade away a valuable asset for someone who has become a little unreliable. Ooh, I'm, I want, but I want to say KD's unreliable, injury-wise, and stepping on the line-wise. But that's a big ass foot issue. It's a big ass foot issue or a small ass shoe issue. One yeah. of the one of the mm -hmm. two. Whatever we can do to solve it. Yeah. I feel like if you bring KD to Boston, he only gonna stay two years before he decide he wanna get out of there. Then you stay with Jalen Brown, he's gonna be there for seven, eight more years. He's that, gonna love the culture. He's gonna love, cause he's young enough to embrace that. That's what's up. Listen, <laughs> I got Kim Kardashian right here, right? I'm happy with her. We're making money. We're doing all the things. And then Beyonce <laughs> wants me. I'm sorry. Bye baby. Mm -hmm. I'm going to the, I'm sorry. I, ah. I'm going. I'm going to. I'm two just years, <laughs> two years later. Beyonce like, hey, look. <clears throat> to the left, to the left. <laughs> hey, but did I everything in that box to the left? But did I did I get but did I get my ring though? That's all that matters. <laughs> but I got my ring. It Finally got working. that ring. <laughs> all right, so we got a, another game we're gonna do. It's called Roll It Up. Not, not, that kind, not that kind of roll. Oh, okay. I was about to go get the papers. Where's that? Hey, you don't make me. You don't make me pull. You don't make me pull my glasses down. Where's that? Y'all league dudes smoke. Y'all rolling up. I just, I just have it just in case. Okay, just in case somebody want to. Who taught you how to roll up? You like that kind of roll up? We're gonna do some role playing. So today, I want Gil. You're gonna be Wimby, the French super prospect. French super. Okay. Most hype player since LeBron James. Whoa, cap. Most hype player coming out since who, who's been more hype coming out since LeBron? Zion. Zion Williams, man. And you telling me Wimby's not on that level? Internet no. sensation level? No. Since, Internet since sensation. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. You telling? You're talking about you the French dude is seven bigger. five Wimby hitting dudes. With That's the cool. Whoop. That's I see him here and there. Zion, you see everywhere. From his mil. junior year. But you're not in France. I don't know. He, uh, uh-uh. Do you got French, you got French channels? Look. No. <laughs> I got French in me. I got some French in me. French fries, man. Uh, we're going to go, go with Zion, and then we'll say. So, most hype since LeBron is Zion. Okay. All right. <laughs> what? He's about, what, 7'5 with shoes on. Damn. Mm. Eight-foot wingspan, unconfirmed. Hitting one-foot runners. Looking like a, a oversized Gil. Like, Gil, if I made you in, in 2K mode, I could make you about 7'5". Mm -hmm. And it's no secret that teams are tanking for him. Okay. Which they, they were doing for Zion, too, but we already know. So I'm, I'm going to pretend I'm one of the bottom five teams hoping to land you. And you I'm going to do it with both y'all. Tell me if I'd be a good fit or not. So we're going to start with the Orlando Magic. No. <laughs> 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 Let me pitch right, you though. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. Let me pitch you. Uh, that's PTSD right there. That's PTSD. He right, has no, 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 he coached me in high school. He coached me in high school. And in the, in the, in the country, we're number 53 STDs. That means, look, you can get it off and not really have to mm. worry too much about it. We got medicinal weed and no state income tax. Mm. 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 Think about it. Keep your bread. Come on, Wimpy. We'll get you a baguette. What you need? You know, I, listen, I put them on, I put them on the board. Okay. Okay. Now I put that on the. I put them on the board. You put them on the. I board. just put them on the board. I got to see the rest of the other. I got to see the rest of the candidates. <laughs> nice pitch. You got, I gotta, you got know, Disney go World. Ahead, you, know, <laughs> you know, six. Yeah, yeah. No state tax. Let me go ahead and put you on the board real quick. You know. We're we're Le Mickey won the championship. Yeah, yeah. Blue, all that goodness. I put them on the board. Okay. Mm -hmm. Next up, Charlotte Hornets. Now we haven't won a playoff series since 2002. Now to put that in perspective, this was the last year of the first iteration of the Hornets. <laughs> Only had 12 playoff games since 2005. 
We got Mitch Kupchak as our GM, you know. He really helped engineer the Lakers. Steve Clifford, we back. The problem is we number 13 in SCD, so you got to be careful. But you also can't smoke weed out here. It's illegal. And you got to pay state income tax, dog. But you want to come rock with North Carolina, Mm-mm. North Kakalaki? Listen. <clears throat> I'm surprised you ain't said we got Michael Jordan over here. <laughs> that was the best thing you could have said. That's gonna, that's gonna make me say no, no. Fuck <laughs> you should have started off with. Nope. You should have started off. Yeah, you know Michael Jordan. And the, nah, no, Charlotte, no, Mm-mm. no. I'm French. <laughs> I'm a French superstar. I am not going to Charlotte, North Carolina. No, no mouth. Let's keep it moving. The Tar Heels is still a bigger name than the. Was, are they the Bobcats still? They back to the Hornets. So the Hornets? That's, that's, that's how much I pay attention They're to. Like no, the I bees, called them the Bobcats though. Like the bees though. now. They're not the Hornets, the bees. That's what I said. It's how do you? Do y'all remember when they said we're gonna be the Bobcats because of Bob Johnson? Just with like, what the fuck? Like orange? They were orange. Yeah. Hey man, you messed my logo up. We'll call him the Bobcat. <laughs> we still figuring things out over here, guys. <laughs> All right, like I said, we, some of them checks ain't deposited yet. We get some things moving and shaking. I lied yesterday when I said they all hit. Some of in friends. Oh, yours hit? Oh, all mine hit. Oh, yours hit? Look, you know, you're supposed to hit. We on the hunt. Yes, so Charlotte, no. No, thanks. All right, so let's move on. Now, we're going to move on to really the heart of America. Okay. Home of Motown, the Motor City, Detroit Pistons. Look, we haven't made it out of the first round of playoffs since 2008. We got Troy Weaver in his third season as GM, GM Dwayne Casey in his fifth season. Number 44 in SCDs. We, though. Excuse me? 44. I'm just letting. Yeah. So you could be you could be mindful and judicious. Yeah, but you know, listen, coming listen, in listen, with right, Listen, look, I'm about to be Victor right quick. Soon as they, soon as they start talking, I'm going to just. <laughs> we fully legal, though. I don't even want to look you in your eyes. <laughs> but you got to pay state income tax. You're not feeling it? No. 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 I'm not going to Detroit. If I'm a French superstar, <laughs> okay. I'm French. I'm not going. I'm French. Hey, I'm too I French to go to Detroit. Going to Detroit, Michigan. No Detroit. Okay. No, I do not want to play. Next team, please. Next. All right. So you you really not gonna like this hey, one. Hey man, I'm sweating, man. Y'all, you doing too much. I'm laughing too hard, bro. Gil, you know, I'm the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. here. All right, man. Look, I'm out of here. Hey, man. But Vic, listen, that's but what listen. Victor's gonna do. He's gonna get up. Listen, you gotta come back. Let me, let man, me really. Man, like, where's man. the popping teams for who I am? Let me pitch you though. Now we haven't made it out of the first round of playoffs since 2017. Haven't made the playoffs since 2019. But listen, I know why. We got a strong track record of developing number one overall pick, big man. There you go, David Sell Robinson. Tim Duncan, you can get the old Navy fist off out there. Nobody will judge you. <laughs> can you look at the endorsement deals? Because they was Americans we, and one was from. We got uh, the oil plug for you, though. One was from the, uh, the islands, right? Did he have any island deals? <laughs> nope. nope. And we got, no, thank you. We got Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. Weed is illegal, though. No, no state income tax, though. Who wants weed in San Antonio? Where the girls? This the man in New York City. <laughs> Where the girls at? San Antonio. It's wrong with and, you. You know, Charles Barkley doesn't let us know. According to Charles Barkley, it's questionably, you know, not a lot of dime pieces, but you take two nickels, put them together. <laughs> two nickels. Two nickels. Two nickels. Two big ass nickels. But it's two big ass nickels. It's still two big nickels. I'm French. Okay. Okay. I'm French. Come on, man. Where's the popping cities okay. for who I am? We're going to stay in Texas then. This is the last one. We got the Houston Rockets. We had two Western Conference Finals appearances since 2015, but we missed the playoffs the last two years. But let me tell you, you French, so we're really going to introduce you to some American culture. We have 69 Popeyes locations in Houston, the most of any city in the country. Everywhere you go, you can get some Popeyes. Get you some biscuits. We're gonna fill you up. Get you some combos. Get on them red beans and rices. What's the what's the population of French up in uh, <laughs> up in uh, Houston? We got enough. We gonna we'll, we'll bring some in. And they're number fifty eight in STD. So easily the lowest. Man, what is wrong yeah, with you? Stat. What's up with that stat? <laughs> because what's up with that well, stat? That, 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 that is not a pitch that you pitch. I'm French. French. But of all the other cities. You are less likely Shit. to get burnt in Houston. Damn. 
I'm a slim thug. I'm a the people's champ, Paul Wall. You got who? You got, Mike Jones. Okay, listen, listen. So, you you you're the number one, and you, you and we've got thirty nine thousand French people in Houston. Thirty thousand. Thirty nine thousand. Thirty nine thousand. Okay. No, 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 no. Almost two percent of the population. No, no, no. We talking now. Every hundred people you see, two of them is gonna be French. We, so we. He might be like Yao Ming was. I was going. I was going to say I'm that. Going, I was going to say that. So look, we're gonna do it like this. Listen. The other four, y'all can fuck the fuck off, okay? <laughs> the NBA is not giving you this French sensation, so y'all don't even know. Y'all better stop taking because y'all ain't getting him. Houston is either going to be Houston. He's going to a big city. Yeah, they're not, they, you're, they you're, not, you're not putting him in a small market team. You that is going to be a disaster for his market unless there's a big French. Um, Where's there a big French contingent? We don't, you don't know. Houston. But I guarantee if if, if yeah. New Orleans. Yeah, the Pelicans. That's like Creole and Cajun. That's that that, that fake French. The fake no, but what I'm saying is he's gonna be he has you have to put him in a market to tap into where he's from. Yeah. For that sure. helps the NBA so he is not going to no damn Bobcats, damn, damn Saginaw's, the Saginaw STEM program or whatever. We're not doing none of that. This is not going there. San Antonio, Tony Parker. San Antonio. Tony Parker. Ooh. But how big was that? Mark, he brought a mark. Big state. He brought a mark. bigger than Texas. Yeah, yeah. Tony's going to show you around. But that's still a part of Texas. If that's still, still part of Texas. Part of, so Houston, San Antonio can merge. Houston. All right. <laughs> He's going to Houston. I'm to, I'm, if I'm him, I'm, I'm looking at Houston. So if you win, B, and let's just say Boo Boo team gets the first pick, you Boo-boo still, team. You still come into the league? Boo-boo team always gets the first pick. No, That's but not. Boo-boo City. Boo-boo. No. I'm going to just chill. I, I mean, listen, you know, like, it, it, let's, let's just be honest. You know, you're, you're, this is not an American player that's like, that's like I'm looking at a city and I, I don't, I don't want to come here. You know, you have a kid that's, you know, his dream is to be in the NBA. I'm pretty sure that no matter what team he's, he, 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 he gets drafted by, he's going to want to come and play in the NBA you know, to start his NBA career. So, it's, you know, just like Giannis, American player, <clears throat> we're good. <laughs> you can keep Milwaukee to yourself. No, but you But Giannis, remember, where, where Giannis come from, Milwaukee is like, uh, Milwaukee this is, is like Los here. Angeles. <laughs> you ain't been to Milwaukee in a while. The infrastructure's changed. They're really building the city up. It's not crack. It's oh, stop. More cracking in Detroit. Who wants to play in Detroit? Okay. <laughs> but it's different for this whole dynamic, though. Giannis and all these other international players never came over with this much hype, right? Mm-hmm. So this no. is Wimby with the most international hype, even for Luca. When Luca was making the decision to come in, he wasn't the most hype international yeah. player. Mm-hmm. So even if he had to make the decision to stay another year to get on the right team, no one would have gave a fuck. Yeah. It'd have been like, oh, Giannis, so who cares? Yeah, Giannis this not guy, like that. this guy, you got to open the floodgates and consider all possibilities mm-hmm. that if you don't send them to the right team, I don't think that's the attitude that he's having is I just want to make it to the league. I just want to be on the NBA team. He's already showed us in interviews. I'm the best. Mm-hmm. I'm the best. And um, it's a shame that these guys have to tank for me because that's not basketball. Yeah. yeah. So he, he already has an integrity about where he wants to go and how he wants to do it. He wants a big market. Mm-hmm. He wants to flourish and let everyone know he's the best. You can't do that on a bum team because you're going to get blamed for all, like Pablo right now uh, in, in Orlando. If they not winning, it's your fault because we picked you to, Ooh, to, to resurrect us. Damn, him and Pablo together? Pablo? Pablo. Banchero. We're going to start calling him Pablo, though, because I like that better. I like Pablo. But look man. at him Pablo in Houston. <laughs> like him and Jabari, Jalen, and the young core down there. It's just they need a There's good too, coach. They, they got two. Yeah, it, it, it can be. It can, if they had a disciplined coach. They should have had that discipline coach already. Already. So by the time he gets there, everybody everything, ev- everybody else is, you know, under, yep. under new management. They know their roles. You know, because right now, right now, none of them know their roles. They're just wi- wild. Yep. So <laughs> what's happening is that can be a disaster because you're going to have to make them who you're going to trade out of all these young guys. Yep. You're going to have to try to get rid of something so they can all fit. Yep. Even though you have a young team that you can grow together and be amazing in four or five years. You'll be 
hard to guard. Even Clippers. three years, if you yeah. really think about yeah. it, like if they had the coach installed already to say when Wimbledon comes in, we know exactly where we're going to put him. We know exactly what we're going to do with him. And the rest of the players are going to merge around that. But yeah, now. Because that's, that's an international. If he went, if he goes to Houston, that's an international team. Yes. Because Jalen Green is Filipino too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the legend. They've always Fresno been Finals. international. No, no, I mean, that's a great, that's a great team. You got a lot of different, yeah, that's. So let's say you're a team that gets the number one pick. Wimby's not rocking with you. Would you trade that pick? I ain't trading shit. To get something <laughs> <For> Wimby. <laughs> Bring your ass right here. Uh, 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 I'm picking that motherfucker. You, I'm picking you anyway. I guess what the one thing. What are you going to do? One thing concerns mm-hmm. me with big guys, and we saw it with Yao Ming, is just when you get a guy that's big, a foot injury, just simple stuff. Yeah. That I mean, might, that's, that's the only, listen, the only. You never want to wish that on anybody, the only but thing you got to think you, about it. The only thing you're worrying about is because he is, like, if he was 7'7 seven, seven mm. to 7'1, seven, I feel better than 7'5 doing what he does. Yeah. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it'd be, you know, there's like too tall, yeah. <laughs> you know, versus especially that position. Like if he was, you know, 7'5 built like Shaq, cool. But, you know, to be thin and sick, you, you, them hits, them falls. He got to hit Popeyes. That's you why you got to go to a city with a, a strong <laughs> Popeye base and really get them you know, so it's, it's It's one of those things where um, I, re- I, I can't not, Pick him at number one. You know what I mean? That'd be stupid. I'm fired. Yep. yep. Um, <laughs> so if I have the number one pick and I'm if I'm Houston, I have the number one pick, and he gets picked and he's not coming over, I'm picking him anyway. Right. I'm, I'm gonna pick him anyway. I don't give a shit what you what you what you talking about, and I'll figure that out later. You know. So how but I got I still got Scoot. I still got Scoot, but I already got those players. How do, how long do you keep that pick though? Like, is that a two year? Do you, four years. Do you keep it the whole I'm time. I'm keeping them all four years. When if he wants to come in, it listen. He's this coming. He's going to come. Okay, bro. listen. Yeah. Let, let's just. You keep him. You, you know, you know them ping pong balls going to bounce a certain way. They're not going to play listen, him. He's They're young enough to break some records. Yeah. Right? Ooh. If I have him for four years and he don't come, by the time he come, he's 24. Hey, that's your career you done messed up. Absolutely. I mean, that. so I, I, I ain't falling for that. He ain't going to come over right now. Cool. And in those four Number years. Number one pick, Victor. <laughs> in those four years, you can get better. Yep. Yeah. While he's waiting, and at the he'll, same he'll time, play. I mean, I'll be, you I don't mean, feel like the dude is going to duck it, but uh, listen, if I can sign him to extensions, I got to extend him. I extended him <laughs> without without <laughs> him being here. I extended him. You ain't your ass. You turn that shit down. All right. So now we got it with y'all, man. Very <laughs> special segment. Our last segment of the show. Now y'all heard of OnlyFans. We have mostly fans because most of the people that watch the show oh, are fans. Shit. I got to say, I got to show mostly to the like how much. Like I'm trying to fit. Not all, not, not all. all. No, not all. Not all, man. not all, but most, but most. Just show them a kneecap. Just show them a kneecap. Just the VIPs. Okay, I get it. So first question, this is a question for the fans. Uh, Gil, what's so special about Gil's Arena? And for everybody out there, why do we need another NBA show? Because the other ones suck. Fuck. I'm me. <laughs> That's why we need another show. It's me. It's me. It, that's what a stupid ass question. What stupid ass Because we need to feed our kids. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's what's me. Y'all, what's y'all? <laughs> Underdog. I Dan? guarantee that person name is like Aaron or some shit like that. <laughs> from, <laughs> from Wisconsin. Aaron. <laughs> Aaron from Wisconsin. With a I picture of his dog. Underdog said, here's a bag. We want to do a good show. And we said we will deliver. And that's just how <laughs> that's simple it is. All right, Rashad, question for you. What was it like being on Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Ugh. Okay. That's that's definitely a word for um, it. Back then, it was um, it was a culture shock um, because I didn't know who the hell they was, and they like you want to come be on the show, and I would just I just really wanted Kim to be honest. I I was just gonna go wherever she was gonna go because I felt like I had a chance. Yeah. Like Reggie, now nah. I'm me too. You know what I'm saying? I'm me too. So I showed up, you know, Kim started rubbing my, my shoulder. I said, this reality TV shit is just, it might be, it might be what it need to be for me. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 you I'm just you saying. Was, hey, you was with Chloe, but you were trying to get it, Kim? I wasn't with her when they invited me on the show. I was just a guest. She was trying to get with me at the okay. time. And I'm like, if Kim give me the vibes, <laughs> I'm going to slide in the other room and in the other room. <laughs> So, 
I never got to slide in the other room with the other room, but she better stop looking at me like that. And did, just, like, did you and Reggie Bush get along, or is it, is it that thing where you get sometimes with football players and basketball players where it feels like football players hate basketball players because we get to see our faces? Ah, man, Reggie is the homie, man. Okay. He's always, you know, even when I first met him, it was like we knew each other before because he yeah. was a star, I was a star. Exactly. It's that star shit that, that the guys kind of relate on, and um, I ain't never want to step on his toes. I just felt like I was taller and – you know what I'm saying? Stronger. Okay. And, you know what I'm saying? I didn't. We both was about the same bread at the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I slang it too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, this man said, I went in, listen, I went in going after the eight apple, ended up getting B. What's happening, baby? <laughs> all right, man. I went in for I'll Kim. I'll let y'all say I, that. I went in for Kim. I got Chloe. It's all right. Y'all yeah, deal with it. All right, what's up, baby? How you doing? <laughs> All right, last thing, last question. That's cold-blooded. That's cold-blooded. You know, to, to quote your famous tagline, you got to remember. What's something you got to remember for today? I didn't remember it. What is it? Um, I say that shit? You got to remember. You say that about 18 times a show. Serious? Now you got to remember. <laughs> that's, your, that's your whole being. Damn. Now you gotta remember. That's something I, I, you sure I do that? You, we got the tape. I don't do that. We got the tape. <laughs> I don't do that. I, you gotta remember. That sounds stupid as shit. <laughs> you got. You gotta remember. You gotta remember what? You richer than me, so what can I say to that? I really be sometimes. You gotta remember. <laughs> that do sound like some shit I'll say over like and over. <laughs> you gotta remember. You gotta remember. <laughs> Well, I'll tell the audience how something they got to remember. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, Thursday, with a brand new show at Gills Arena. We're going to get the live all situated. You know, some, some of y'all was hitting us with the audio or whatever. Look, we are a work in progress. I already told you the first episode was the Sizzlers. We done upgraded <laughs> a little bit. This is Gayukaku, for those who are familiar with it. That's <laughs> Japanese Sizzler. That's the Japanese Sizzler. But all you can eat, get them good meats in there. But we'll be back with another show, episode of Gills Arena. Tomorrow, 11.30 Pacific, 2.30 Eastern. Pull up. We'll have the audio figured out. Thanks for everybody for rocking with us. Make sure you see us there. Rashad, we appreciate you pulling up. You're going to be here every week. I'm here, man. You're here, baby. We ain't here. Ah, I do say that shit. Y'all thought you got to remember. 11.30 tomorrow. Okay. Pacific time, 2.30 Eastern. You're right. We'll see (laughs) y'all.